Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the latest Shiny Podcast. This is your co-host, Stephen Spector. And with me today in our, it's not an interstitial, but it's a more of an announcement <laughs> podcast we're doing is Rob Hirschfeld. Good morning, Rob. Hey, Stephen. Good morning. It's, uh, it's good to talk to you. And hopefully for our listeners have noticed, we've had a bunch of podcasts going. Uh, on Wednesdays, we've been posting your DevOps Lunch and Learns, and on uh, Saturdays, we've been posting a new podcast with people, and um, so hopefully uh, you're enjoying those, and, and Rob, we, we have something new you want to talk about today. I'm excited to hear about this. I do. I do. This is super, super exciting um, for, for me, and then it, it turns out Stephen has some history with this, uh, and I'm, I'm excited to hear your, your, your ideas behind this. What we're looking to do is create um, what I call a deconstructed conference, um, sort of centering around this idea of having a cloud 2030 summit. Um, So the idea would be we want to get people together to to think about what the future is, right? Define some principles of what cloud infrastructure, what what I think is really just IT infrastructure, (laughs) technology infrastructure, will be in 10 years. with the idea that it's not just you know a hundred times what we've built today, you know the pendulum swings, and we're, we we want to have people thinking through what what they want it to be, where they think it's going, what forces of of the market are going to change it, and so really have a, a conversation in the community about what that should look like, um, and it's not just going to be a one three hour event. The the way I'd like to structure this is to deconstruct that conference and, and actually do it over the next three months and have dialogues and conversations and panels and arguments and, and you know, people doing a presentation of what their view is and, and pull those things together um, as a series of events that we can all participate in uh, leading up to sort of a more defined, you know, and here is what we, here's our prediction. Here's what we want it to be. And I, that's what I've been calling cloud 2030. Very cool. And I think the idea of events, especially with events canceled the rest of this year and probably next year, I don't know, but I like the idea of a spread out event instead of, you know, it's happening over one or two days and no one can sit on their computer watching Zooms all day long unless you've worked at places like Dell, like we worked at where we were sitting in meeting rooms all day long every day but but other than those kind of things i, I do think, i'm having flashback no i mean my god I, I that's all i ever did at dell is amazing but i do think i do think kind of this extended thing and then more about this tool we're going to talk about i like is that events can be interactive but they don't have to be interactive in real time you can interact as you have time and it's a continuous learning and well, engagement this- this is part of what, what we at RackN get really frustrated about is the lack of an operations community, right? There's some great things, especially in local areas like with Lisa, uh, the, large, the large infrastructure Linux administrator yeah. group or SREs. Um, and, and one of the things that I loved about the OpenStack conferences back in the day was it was the community that I thought was amazing. And, you know, we have a chance with all this remote work to actually have people collaborate even if they're not in proximity, right? Because there's some great groups in Austin too, but you know, I want to pull operators you know, together so that we have a place to talk and learn from each other and, and think about what we want. Um, and the fact that we don't do that actually puts the operators at a disadvantage, right? The, the, the vendors are really good at coordinating and planning and telling you what to buy. 
the operators aren't so good at saying that's that's what you know what does that work for me how how do how do i want my infrastructure to be well and then how can they not just an individual but how can they collectively push back and say this is what we need i think the we is important because if one operator says something if you're not if you're not a giant i don't know if you're not lockheed martin or nike you know, those big vendors may not listen to you, but if a thousand operators in a community together say, this is what we need, you can get your voice heard. And this is our, our daily experience, right? We have, you know, some amazingly large customers who have a real vision for how they want their infrastructure to go, but we have some very small ones and they have a, you know, a vision that is equal or beyond what, you know, these massive companies are doing. And the funny thing to me is they all think that they're, you know, snowflakes, they're all building something individually because we haven't given people a chance to, to sort of build this shared vision of how things should go. Um, and, and then it just becomes the talk show circuit over, you know, what, what people are promoting. Oh, it's got to be all be Kubernetes or you're uh. stupid. I, and that's, no, <laughs> Kubernetes is great. But it, one, it's not the answer to all questions. Um, and it's, it's not necessarily the only way to solve some of these problems. I, I don't think we've sat back and let people say, well, what problems do you want to solve? How do you want to solve them? No, because um, everyone's pushing their technology. So, uh, so Rob, this is, I, I know there was an event we were talking about that you're kind of basing this off was uh, at the time Tealy was still at Switch. I think it was mm -hmm. called 2020. Was that the name of it? Cloud I forgot. 2020, the infamous and, Cloud 2020. And what's interesting is that is the only which event. Was, my, which was held, I, I, we should note, which was held in Cloud 2010. It was, it was held in 2010. <laughs> but more interesting to me is uh, it was in Vegas at Switch in their data center, which is like impossible to find. And if you've been there, it is the most amazing data center, but it was guarded by uh, the guys from, um, oh, what's the mercenary force? It's quite strange. Uh, they were Blackwater. And I guess right. these guys were rotated back from wherever they were. And they were they had that stare. I know I was not in the military. People talk about like military people have this stare and they would just look through you and you would just, you'd get, yeah, it'd freak you out. But uh, it, it was quite a great event. I remember Tealy ran it. It's the only event I've ever gone to where I paid my own money because I was between Dell and HP. Hmm. And uh, so I, but, you know, Tealy's shown an event at Switch in Vegas. I was there. And Gina Minx uh, was there also, um, yeah. who is helping uh, get some of this off the ground. Um, Mark, is, Mark is involved. Uh, I, I actually want to bring back that 2010 crew as much as we can, right? This is about community. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we're, we want to have a discussion about this, not pre-wire or, or, you know, have a whole bunch of talks with a, you know, and a keynote um, from that perspective. It, it really is about trying to build this operator community and, and then keep talking about it, right? It's one of the things I think about 2020, the Cloud 2020 event that I've heard over and over again from people who were there is that we, they did all this great work and they had all these great discussions and then people went home yeah and and we didn't keep the dialogues going we didn't keep building t on top of the pieces and parts and and the nice thing about where we are today is that we can actually keep building that and so some of that to me you know lady shiny is broadcasting these devops lunch and learn um topics which are amazing there's some amazing some great ones coming that you'll, you'll hear after um this podcast comes out um but that's a, you know, we're building a little community there and, and, you know, people come back and they talk, we get new people in. 
that's part of what I what I'm hoping we'll do here is actually let operators talk to each other. Well, it's you know if we well we'll come to the tool in a little bit, but but I like the idea if I listen to a latest shiny podcast or one of these DevOps things, wouldn't it be nice to then go and ask a question? And and it's not you know they have to go find the person. A lot of times people are a little shy even on Twitter, and I can ask questions, and maybe other people have the same question or have different ideas, and you can have a discussion on it because you don't really see discussions with podcasts, right? Everyone supposedly sits in their car and people like you who run it at 10 times the speed. I don't know how you do that. <laughs> and, and then, and then go, Oh, that's interesting, but you probably don't do anything, but wouldn't it be great if after you listen to it, you could go somewhere and, and actually ask questions and other people who listen can answer the, the speakers mm -hmm. could jump in that kind of thing. And so I think, I think you're onto something here. The return of community, I guess is a good thing. I feel like kind of open source has moved a little bit away from the community concept. And of course, as an old community manager, I always feel that. But this is a way mm. to put it back and let the people, let everyone be in charge, everyone be in charge, everyone participate. And there's no I, rules and there's no marketing uh, uh, laws. Yeah, you're, you're, I think you're hitting on something that people wanted from open, open source and was a big part of how open source was structured, which is, you know, this community building component where you know a lot of it was about the users of the of that not just you know the developers from that perspective and, and well, i do feel like we've we've we need to get that back um well i remember that when i was on zen hundreds of years ago um <laughs> you know when i got there no one that wrote Zen had ever talked to anyone, ever used it. And one of the things I did is go out and find those people, talk to them. And then we brought them to the events. Again, events can't quite do that now, but we brought to the events and suddenly the developers talked, shook hands with the people running it and it changed everything because then they're like, well, what do you mean it doesn't do this? This is how I wrote it. And they're like, but this is what really happens. This is how we really use it. And a uh, huge believer in that. And I'm, uh, not saying this just because I'm involved in this, Rob, but I think this is a great idea, and I'm I'm excited to work on this. It it to me it, it hits a thread that you and I with Latest Shiny really want to try to achieve, which is not you know interviewing superstars and you know uh, you know conference presentations, but build community. Right? You've often described Latest Shiny as like sitting down and and being part of a coffee shop conversation, mm -hmm. uh, and and that's. You know, that's something we see over and over again. It, it's interesting to me in the um, communities, the operator communities that we talk to, they're, they're very isolated. Uh, and it's, it's sad to me that operators tend to be very focused, you know, inward, and it's hard for them to share and reuse things. Um, and that, that to me is an industry-wide problem we need to fix. The, the thing that I find is that everybody's always like, yeah, we made all these mistakes and they, they beat themselves up really hard. And everybody has made the same, they're not mistakes, the same choices um, to run their infrastructure the same way. And it would be helpful for somebody to say, oh, yeah, we all had to do that. And then sit back and ask why <laughs> we had to do something. You know, why do we all use this IP naming scheme or this, um, you know, the strategy for coping with, you know, network, uh, networking but and, like, and, and, and say, hi, yeah, let's, let's, let's actually come up with a solution for that or a pattern. Yeah. Or if I coming to a problem and I'm stuck and I'm not sure which way to go, wouldn't it be cool if I could go someplace, ask that question and hear from not the developers who built it, but hear from other operators who've tried it both ways or say, no, this is actually the better way. And, um, and so, you know, 
that's where we're headed. Do you want to talk about what, what you've launched or sort of launched? I'm not sure the right so, words. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited because, because I actually found a tool um, that's really a platform that, that may help with this. And so we're going to use this as the summit and hopefully it'll, it'll help us build a community afterwards. It's something called Mighty Networks. Uh, and for those of you who go back uh, in, in memory time, you'll, you'll remember there was something called Ming. Uh, and Drayson was, was trying to launch a competitor to Facebook. It was private networks or, you know, custom built networks. Um, and so we're going to, we're going to try bringing this up using mighty networks as a place where we can have these dialogues and, um, you know, get people to come in and be able to collaborate. And it doesn't have to be a public venue, like, you know, a, a Twitter war, which I feel like is very temporal or a Slack where, um, uh, you know, it's, it's you know, I, I, I want to see the balance. This feels like it's a mix between Slack and Twitter and YouTube and some other other products. Well, it, it's kind of kind of old school, actually. It, it's more of kind of an old school web idea of how to build communities. And it's not you certainly won't get overloaded. I mean, there's all sorts of different things and it's pretty straightforward. So you're doing it cloud 2030 in reference to the great cloud uh, 20, 2020 event that was held in 2010. <laughs> and Maybe I, we should just call it cloud plus 10 cloud cloud simple. 2030. I like it. And all we need is some really scary looking guys that come up when you enter it and ask you for a driver's license and pat you down and no, you can, I'm teasing. You can do that for the cloud 2020 alumni. Uh, channel on that, which I think would be amazing. So this is this is the idea. I, I want us to be able to collect and organize, right? And so, you know, it, there should be places where people who are using certain tools can use tools. We definitely aren't going to vendor this, right. um, but people use vendors, and so we we if we want people to collect in places, then let them collect. Um, and have discussions there, but it should be easy to bounce in and out. Like Slack drives me nuts because it's like, you know, you're 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 in a Slack or another Slack, and they don't they don't commingle very well. So hopefully we'll. Well, no, then you just get a, things a bit. I'm in three Slacks now, which and I'm overwhelmed with just okay. three. And I wish I was in only three, but I I, I, I I literally, if you don't add me in a Slack, then I'm not active. This, it's 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 know. too much. It, it doesn't work as well. But I like this. And now, if I joined this and I was an operator, I could then ask questions. I could start a topic, all those kind of things, right? Correct. Do you have a lot of, so you have a lot of power. You're a member of the community, but you're also a leader at the same time. You're not and waiting. And this is a place. So we did, there uh, at the early Kubernetes days, I actually was chairing a SIG called Cluster Operators, and we were trying to get cluster cluster operators to, to, to work together. And we had some amazing sessions in that, but at the same time, we, we didn't have, um, you know, it, you know, challenge with operators is that a lot of times they, they can't tell you much or they won't tell you much about what they're doing. Um, and so you do need, you know, sort of special, some, you know, some, some protected areas for people to share that. Um, but the power of even a small amount of sharing from an operational perspective where you're not giving away company secrets, you're just saying, yeah, we're using Linux and this server and this networking configuration, and this is what we're having trouble with, or this is what we're succeeding with. Uh, those little nuggets are really important, right? And it doesn't take a lot to give somebody a, a place to talk about it. 
So, so if I'm hearing this and go, well, I want to check this out. Are, are, are you ready to launch this? What, what stage <laughs> are we at? We, we, if, if this is interesting to you, we are ready for you. Uh, Cloud2030.mn.co. So that is the, the site, or you can ping Stephen and I, and we'll, we'll give you invites. Um, you know, we will make it possible to find and join and, and participate. And then if you want to share something, which we desperately want people to do, share your stories or contribute. I'm going to spend a couple minutes talking about some of the sort of the idea, the philosophical ideas that I want to drive discussions for. We will get you in front of a microphone, right? Not in a non-scary way, you know, to drive, be part of a discussion, lead a discussion, talk about what you're doing. You know, the, the goal here is for people to be able to share and discuss. Um, and, you know, we won't agree. There's a lot of reasons not to agree about, uh, about things. Um, and, and that's okay. We'll, we'll do that. We're going we're gonna to need a code of conduct because um, it's a community. And that's all part of the, you know, Mighty Networks actually includes items like code of conduct and, and pieces like that. It's legit community software. Um, and, and we'll figure we'll figure that out. But we do want people to step forward, come to Cloud 2030 at Mighty Networks, and and be part of that. Um, you know, we can look at you know you can always at Latest Shiny and things like that. Stephen, we were talking about having Latest Shiny really become the Cloud 2030 content for a little while. Does that still sound resonate for you? Yeah, I think that I think that makes sense, and we can do a, some podcasts that tie everything around this, mm -hmm. and then of course. I won't say it, but I'll say it. You know, if we see some interesting discussions here, I might reach out to you if you're on here and say, hey, would you want to join us and go a little deeper and stuff? So it's this kind of, you know, we can leverage content going in and promote it to the podcast. Maybe we do something on the podcast that we want to push into Cloud 2030. I can see a lot of different things we can do here. And, and, and that, uh, that to me is what we what we like to do with this format, right? We, we like seeing a Twitter conversation and pull people in from a Twitter conversation into a discussion about it. So it's not a hundred, you know, 280 characters, mm -hmm. but, but a, a little bit more of a back and forth. And I'm really hoping we can use this, this social community, um, you know, to, to highlight those, have, have broader discussions, um, you know, pull in some other, you know, other podcasts, other, people with platforms, um, you know, in a, in a way that, that amplifies everybody. Because uh, I, I really do think we need to, we need to be amplifying, you know, what operations is going to and what, what it could be. Um, because the downside here is that, right, we end up with everything is just AWS. And AWS is great. You know, I think they've done amazing things for our industry. I, I'm not, I, I don't, I don't believe that any monolithic one, one company owns the whole stack is the best thing for the industry. And so we want, you know, we need to talk through what, what 10 years will look like. Mm -hmm. how, how close did y'all get with 20 in the cloud 2020? Oh, don't you think I remember? I just remember the guards <laughs> and I remember being esc escorted to the bathroom. <laughs> so, so let's wait. One of the things that we do owe people is let's, we'll have an alumni event for the 20. I wasn't there. Oh, definitely. And, 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 and talk about it and, and hear what that is. I do think um, some themes that I'm expecting for cloud 2030 to talk about sort of prime the pump and get people thinking. And, and if these are hot buttons for you, call us up, right? Let us know, we're, we'll, 
we want to we want to have these discussions. Come in and rant at us or or agree. We, we need vigorous agreement just as much. So some of the things around self management, right? You know, actually allowing people to have autonomy in their infrastructure, systems thinking. Um, so you know, how do we break down some of these silos that we seem to be creating? We did a great podcast on silos as a service. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so. That is definitely one. Transparency um, seems to be really important, um, you know, and, and where things are going and how they're working and where your data is going. Um, sovereignty from that that conversation. Um, I, it's funny automation. I keep thinking it should be a, a non-issue, but I, I go to data center events, which are actually about the physical data center stuff, and they're like, automation is a good idea, and my head explodes. Um, and so we're going to have to, <laughs> we need to talk about that. Um, understandability. Uh, you know, we, we have so many systems that are doing magic for us. Um, I, you know, that doesn't necessarily end well from a complexity perspective because you're, there's a lot of hidden complexity. So I think that that's a challenge. Um, I've seen some, uh, research and, and commentary. You know, people hate the word hybrid cloud. Um, <laughs> yeah, they have a knee jerk reaction about it. Um, but, uh, I've been seeing more, uh, things coming out about distributed infrastructure, distributed cloud, um, as opposed to multi-cloud and hybrid. Um, I think that's all, all great. Um, it's, there's so many topics here. Um, I'm not even like, I still got, you know, portability, um, and reuse, um, all critical, you know, it's sort of these critical concepts that are all part of the evolving landscape. Um, and we need to think about how they're going to be folded in to make IT, um, you know, really something that we can all do, uh, democratize. I think you and I have had this going, going back two years in the podcast, right? We talked about democratized IT, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, then, we... We're always there. That's why our podcast is so important. And if you are just listening to us now and haven't listened to our podcast, shame on you. <laughs> shame on you. We've been putting out great content forever. <laughs> I'm thinking back that the democratized episode um, was a long time ago, but we were talking about democratizing um, cloud and IT. And uh, I'm trying, who was that guest? Oh, please. I, I'd have to, you know, we've done almost 170 podcasts. Oh, it's coming so up in three years. So you're, you're talking hardcore memory. It's, no one has memories anymore. <laughs> well, we need to go back in the archive. There's some amazing, we did some amazing shows. And now we're getting all misty and nostalgic. So maybe that's yeah, our signal. That's it. That's, that's enough. So, um, yeah, so, you know, if you're listening and you're interested in this, it's cloud2030m, as in Mary, n as in Nancy, dot co. And you can see information or contact uh, Rob or I on Twitter. And, um, you know, we'll get involved. We'll start putting some stuff. I'll put this podcast when we have it out on the site. And the site's a little early now, but we'll start pushing things there that are relevant. And, uh, you know, join in and take part. And uh, there's already, I can tell you, you know, we have Martili's already sitting in here as well as uh, Gina Rosenthal. So you can't beat the two of them. So now's your chance if you posted something to them, my God, you'd have them answer it pretty quickly. 
And uh, I don't know what their hourly rates are these days to talk to them, but there's no cost here. So <laughs> we're essentially conning no, no them. We didn't tell we're them. Trying to, yeah, no gatekeepers. We're trying to make things, make things go. <laughs> That's funny. I haven't thought about that. We're trying to get their free services at no charge. Well, anyway, Rob, thanks uh, again for joining and to our listeners. We hope you're excited about this uh, new idea we have. Kudos to Rob, who's been working on this. I'm excited to see it underway. And I will be out here plugging stuff. I might even put some things that we've been doing on the podcast into here or maybe even like a news channel. I don't know. I'll be working on it this week, adding stuff. And, um, you know, when you're in unemployment retirement, Rob, there's uh, always have time to do things. And, uh, and luckily, knock on wood, you're healthy and everyone here is still healthy. So that's Excellent. a good sign. I hear that. No so golf injuries. No, no golf. It's been over. It's been like 105 here. It's almost Austin heat. So we're all hibernating. That's actually worse than Austin at the moment. So oh, yeah, we've sympathies. been too hot. So I did get a new bag. So it's very nice. And uh, I continue to put my little nine hole. I wouldn't even call it par three. It's more like 85 yard holes. But uh, soon I will go to. I will try a real par three maybe. It's cheap. Golf is, too awesome. golf is too expensive. Well, thanks again, everyone. And uh, we look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Stephen.